0: hello everybody uh so welcome to rendezvous um episode 62 i mean whoops not 62 that was a mistake it is what is it 53 i believe yeah so it's about um mistakes and um how to make mistakes wisely or you know um yeah so everyone makes mistakes um but the way so i think kind of accepting that and then um there's a kind of a, a wise look. Like there's a, a, a way to interact with mistakes which is more practical than what we normally do so people normally like hate mistakes fair enough um and so they try to avoid them at all costs and try to work very hard to not make mistakes and that's a good thing like some people who don't try that at all they just uh, they just just like a train wreck of chaos and they cause problems for everyone around them. Um, and they don't care about making mistakes. They just do whatever feels good in the moment. And so that's not good. So you want to live in harmony, right? That's important. That's wise. Um, and so you want to try to avoid making mistakes. However, if you want, ironically, paradoxically, if you want to minimize the number of mistakes you make, you need to welcome the inevitable mistakes which you are going to make Um, because if you try to if you're living in fear and resistance of making mistakes so it's not just that you're trying to avoid them but you've got an emotional reaction a a kind of shrinking away from them then that's actually going to make you more likely to make mistakes so basically you need to emotionally welcome them and be like, oh, good, a mistake, great, because that attitude will actually make mistakes less common, um, and it'll allow you to see them and fix them when they come. So, and this applies in every field, you know, everything. Um, and so, ironically, yeah, like uh, if you want to see mistakes, you won't. There won't be many around because you will be noticing them. And also, you'll have a more peaceful energy, and so you'll be m- more skillful, and you'll make fewer mistakes. Your higher level of consciousness, um, your intelligence will flow more freely into what you do. But also, you know, when you make mistakes, you will notice them and, and fix them, and so then they won't recur as much. They won't proliferate. Where so, but whereas if you so if you want to see mistakes, there won't be many around. But if you don't want to see mistakes, they will be everywhere. Um, you might not notice them. Um, but there will be mistakes everywhere, and you'll probably notice a bunch of them. Um, So when you can be like, oh, like if you're afraid of um, making a mistake, um, then you're spending some of your energy on kind of, you know, being like, oh, I feel stupid, I feel bad about that, or I'm frustrated, or I'm a bit on edge. Maybe you're afraid or anxious about mistakes, or maybe you're just angry and frustrated, like, oh, stupid mistakes, what? Or maybe you're a bit kind of sad by it, you know, Ugh, you know? or you're a bit numb. Maybe it's just taking away the fun out of life because of some particular activity. Either way, right? There's some negative energy which is coming into you because of a mistake which just happened or which is going to happen or which is happening right now. But um, And that energy could be better spent on whatever you're doing your tasks and getting a good result but instead it's being used up your brain power your time and space and you know mental space is being used up by this um negative energy Um, so but you don't need that um maybe like animals you know lower animals might need these energies to like emotions are like messengers right they're like hey you're doing something wrong and so they can be useful in that way like oh i feel guilty why do i feel guilty okay your that emotion is trying to direct your mind to explore a certain aspect of the infinite you know space of reality so that's useful it's basically saying hey come over here and think about this little spot so i feel guilty why okay try to think about it oh is it Is it what I did last night when I was talking to my friend? I was a bit rude. Is that it? Like, actually, I think it might be. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. Okay. So the emotion is telling me to think about this thing. And then, okay, you think about it. And either you realize, no, 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 false alarm. I didn't do anything wrong. Or maybe you do that, but then you might also go, might learn a few things like, oh, but next time I could do this different. I could communicate better or whatever. Or you might realize, actually, I did something wrong. I, I was out of balance. I need to change my ways. I made a mistake. You might notice a mistake. And so emotion is healthy when it's acting as a messenger, saying, hey, look at this thing. Think about this. But after that, it's like, you know, the, you know, the telegram man comes to the house and telegram, and then you, you get, you know, you get the message. You don't, you know, if he's like, hey, can I come in for tea? Can I live in your house? You know, like, no, get out of here. Like, you've done your job. Off you go. Thank you. Here, yeah, here's a tip. Here's, you know, here's five bucks. Off you go. So with emotions, once we get the message, we should let the messenger be on their way. Um. But that's a bit different, right? To like, you know, having these emotions naturally come up. And for animals, I guess that was necessary. And for us, it can be necessary. Um, or it can be useful, but it's not necessary anymore. Because you can just use your mind to kind of anticipate things. But I guess still, emotion is still does bring stuff up from the subconscious into the conscious. It you know directs us where to think. What oh, I feel proud. Why do I feel proud? Oh, and then you notice something. Oh, I did that and that was good. Maybe I should do more of that. Or um, I feel really happy. Why do I feel happy? And you notice something. Oh, okay, yeah, maybe I need more of that. Or you go, I feel a bit tense. Why do I feel tense? You think about it. You notice... Errors or, you know, mistakes or things that aren't good for you. Or, so that kind of emotion can be healthy. But when you're like, you know, say you make a mistake and you go, damn it, I made a mistake. You know, or or here's a, a good example. Say someone points out a mistake. Someone's like, oh, by the way, you did that wrong. Your, I think the, the healthier reaction should be to be like, oh, thank you. Oh great, right, yeah, you're right. I did make a mistake, okay. You know, um I think maybe it's healthy for someone who's completely not paying attention in their life to get frustrated. That would be the beginning of progress. If they get stuck, oh my why, why am I always making mistakes? That could be healthy. But for most people who are trying to be in balance, that frustration isn't really going to get you anywhere. It's much healthier to just laugh and go oh again oh my god yeah thank you Basically you want to be open to mistakes you want to be when they come you want to be um you don't want to have an attitude where you're kind of secretly hoping they don't appear because then when they do appear how do you know you're not going to just repress the awareness of it or just ignore it um or maybe be kind of you know with body language communicate to say you've got some colleague and they point out when you make a mistake and then you get kind of you know insecure and like oh my god does this make me look bad and then you're kind of like you you're a little bit stiff in your reply then they're going to be less likely to help you in future when you make mistakes when they notice whereas if you're like you know really just relax and like oh my god yeah you're totally right thanks for that no big deal nonchalant just keep moving and absorb it then in the future they will be more likely to keep doing that and keep letting you know when you, and then that's gonna help you grow, you're gonna develop. So, and this leads to the next thing, which is uh, mistakes or failure is the path to success, as they say. So, um, uh, Some people say like, is it Tim Ferriss or someone? Someone, I can't remember, saying like they try to fail, or Tim Kennedy, I think, the really interesting guy, Tim Kennedy, former or current, I think, uh, soldier. US Army but this really intelligent kind of funny cool guy but um he says he tries to fail as many times every day because that's kind of a way of ensuring basically as a way of succeeding in life in general he tries to intentionally make himself fail as many times so basically he's put to do that he's pushing himself to his limits and so he's getting exposure to so much stuff and he's he's incredibly competent you know um so and I'd say that's why like he's just got this ethos of I want to fail as many times as I can. But he's trying his maximum, but he's got this kind of sneaky, funny thought, like a mischievous philosophy of like, yeah, I want failure is good. I want to fail as much as I can. Um, and so that's basically a way of outflanking the nervousness of you know, his subconscious mind and just inviting challenges in to help him grow. So, yeah, I think... Um, when you, if you're learning a language and you're making mistakes, you should, when you find a mistake, the correct attitude should be one of like friendliness to the mistake, you're like, oh, right, cool. Come here, come here. You wanna notice it, you wanna, you don't want, if you're like, ah, damn it, why I always do that, or you feel embarrassed or stupid, then that's, it's just extra brain power, which is being distracted from the main goal of remembering the the right way to do this thing, Um, so yeah, the the more we can just kind of be one with what's going on, and go, oh yes, that's the correct thing, and that's for languages, but for everything else, jujitsu, you know, art, um, communication, uh, anything, you know, Um, yeah. So you don't want to be internally divided. You want to free up those resources, and then you're going to be able to perform better and you're gonna be able to absorb um, feedback better. Um, so that's kind of about my philosophy on like why it's it's uh, ideal to, you know, try your best, always do your best, and try to live in harmony um, and encourage others to do so. But in order to do that, ironically, it's necessary to um, welcome mistakes when they come. And, to help you do that, just think ahead and go, look, 100%, I'm gonna make mistakes in the future. Some of them big, some of them really embarrassing, some of them just you know, a million small ones. I'm gonna make the same mistake over and over again. You know, Say with languages, usually it's not like, oh, someone explains something or teaches you a word or a grammar rule once and then you, you know it. It's usually like you had no idea and that's one level and then you, you learn it and you go, oh, okay, um, but then you keep you make the mistake again and ah, oh, so you weren't aware. Then when you finally get to the next level, it's you you make the mistake, but then you notice it after you made the mistake. you are like, oh, I did it. Um, and then the next level above that would be you notice you, the mistake while you're making it. And the next level above that would be you notice the mistake before you say it. You're about to say it and then you catch yourself and you edit it. You're, Whew, that was close. And then the final stage is you no longer make it; it just comes out perfect, and that happens for every little part of a language, um, and every little part of any skill you're doing. I guess again, jujitsu would be the same thing, or whatever you know, any kind of martial arts or dance or whatever. Um, so, and yeah, memory. Some things, for whatever reason, maybe it depends on the person, depends on the culture, depends on your body, depends on your teacher, depends on the circumstances where you're learning it. How tired are you? How much? What food were you eating? There's all these variables but you at different times and different people um, it's going to vary about um, each particular thing to learn how quickly can you move through that those stages into making it automatic Um, as kevin trudeau would say you're going from um, unconscious incompetence up to conscious incompetence up to conscious competence up to unconscious competence where that's basically the, another way of saying what I was just talking about there um, so where you need to kind of be paying attention to do it but then later on it's just automatic like the grammar I'm using now I don't have to think about it very much you know because it's been a- automatized by years of practice um, so yeah different people different things they you might need to learn the same thing 20 times over and you, sh- if you shouldn't be thinking, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? I'm so stupid. Because how does that help you? Even if that was true, which it isn't, you know, everyone, you are who you are. Everyone's different. Some, we're all better and worse than each other in different aspects. But you're the best in the world at being you, that's for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, you, there's particular gifts you have. Everyone has some particular gifts and some particular weaknesses. Um But even if it was true that you were, like, stupid or something, you know, yeah, some people have a very low IQ, for example. Um, How does it help you to be dwelling on, oh, I'm stupid? What you're really saying is I'm more stupid than I should be or I'm less intelligent than I should be, and that's not true. You are who you are, and the universe made you. You didn't make you, so why should you be responsible? Responsibility is the ability to respond. If you don't have the ability to change something, you have no responsibility there, right? so cut yourself some slack give yourself a break and just understand like you know um you can say oh you know i'm not good at this if that's just a, a description but if it's a kind of a, a judgment a condemnation like oh i'm not good at this and you're really saying like i should be better you need to be careful because if you ha- can be better then okay fair enough you can work towards that but if it's like oh this is just i'm judging the way The universe made me then that's kind of not very useful you know um doesn't really make sense um but yeah so say you are you have a very low iq for example some extreme case um they should if they make the same mistake 20 times over instead of getting frustrated just keep keep doing it keep keep again 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 after 100 times it's going to sink in you know or maybe after 30 times you know but sooner or later you know and what and even if it didn't what's your What's the alternative? It's worth trying, isn't it? And at least most of the time, things are going to sink in. Maybe some things will never sink in. Who knows? But what? do you have a better idea? You know. So I think when we make mistakes over and over again, it's like just um, treat it exactly like it's the first time. If anything, the only thing should be, okay, I need to be more aware of that. Try to, in your free time, go, oh, is there something I should be thinking about? Oh yeah, okay. Well, what about the mistakes I make? What's on my list of regular repeating mistakes? Oh yeah, in you know speaking that language, I. What's that thing I always do? Oh yeah, I always do that, and it's wrong. Or is it this, and it's wrong? Wait, which one is it? You might notice that you're not actually clear on that. You're like, wait, uh, is it fall or fell? Which is the present simple? Oh, hmm, I'm not sure. Or you might be like, oh wait, here do I? In jujitsu, do I? move my hips left or right in this situation huh you know so by you know just in your free time kind of thing when you can thinking about it that could help you consolidate it and then you're fine you know or you might go oh yeah i know what it is exactly yeah that's fine but then when the situation comes you can kind of be more better place to make to not make the mistake but that but i'd say that's all you can really do is like give extra time to focusing on things if you're making the mistake over and over again try to be more aware. But um yeah, I think my personal belief is that judging ourselves doesn't help us. That's not practical. Um although maybe in extreme examples, like people who just aren't even trying at all, then maybe judging themselves would be useful. It would get them, you know, get them on their feet and moving rather than just dwelling in despair, you know? But for most people who aren't in that extreme, I think, yeah, it's much wiser to just kind of be more accepting and encar- encouraging and forgiving of yourself. All right, so that's about how to make mistakes in order to um, flourish and yeah, basically how to um, or- orient yourself towards mistakes so that um, you can be you can make the fewest mistakes possible, which ironically involves kind of embracing mistakes. But then also um, one other thing I want to talk about is like, um, mistakes in general in life, the idea that on some level, I think you can, like, th- the state of peace is very useful for being, like, what we're talking about here, kind of being skillful and doing a good job. It's like if you're peaceful, then you have more energy and more brain power to devote to whatever you want to do. So if I'm like, oh, I really want to sing this song very well, if I'm peaceful, I will be able to sing it better than if I'm kind of in the back of my head, keeping part of my mental bandwidth. For like, oh, what are the people thinking when they're looking at me? Do they like it? And oh my God, how am I going to feel if I do this badly? Or how am I going to feel if I do it well? Or It's like, just don't do that. Just keep all of your mind focused on the music. Then that'll be the best it can be. you know. Um, so basically, yeah, um, being peaceful is a way to maximize your skill in anything, I think. Um, so one way to r- radically Im- um, improve your peace or expand or deepen your peace and just lack of problems. Like, yeah, oh, I'm okay, no, no worries. Um, just this feeling of restfulness and kind of floating, right? Just this calm, you're in the present moment. There might be challenges you need to work on, but you're, you're like, you feel good, you know? Basically you feel good, you're at peace, you know? Um, you're not necessarily happy, you're not necessarily excited. But you're at peace there's a sort of like stillness or like yeah i'm where i should be there's a certain kind of rootedness in and oneness with life a kind of relaxation there right okay so that's what i mean by peace um one great way to anchor yourself into peace is to kind of see life as like what you're going to do your best as long as you're doing your best whatever happens that was the best that you could get, right? Um, so once you're doing your best, then you can get to this point where you go, oh, like, what if bad things happen, and if I make mistakes, um, you know, uh, or even if sometimes I'm not doing my best, you know, okay, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm doing my best to do my best as frequently as I can. I'm trying to stay in that frame of mind, right? Your soul is trying to control yourself and, have spiritual self-discipline and do your best all the time. So you're doing your best to do your best to do your best. All right. We'll just say you're doing your best in life. From that point, you can kind of realize like whatever happens will be what it is. And I know I'm going to do my best to control what I can control, accept what I can't control and to have the wisdom to know the difference. So, yeah. All right. So there's no mistakes anymore whatever whatever happens it's just the way you know i did my best so there's no mistake isn't really so accurate anymore it's like it's just it was just what happened you know that's one way that, that can improve peace a similar thing is to notice that mistakes when you make them um they become part of the tapestry of your life and they become part of who you are and so Say, like, um, I can think of mistakes I made when I was 16 years old or something. You know, like, say, I didn't go to, the, there was this ancient um, Egypt exhibition at this uh, museum in Perth, Western Australia, when I was 16, I think. 15, 16? Um, maybe 15. And um, my friends, shout out to Curtis in the astral realm, um, and uh, Prashan and Mark, um, they were like, yeah, Jamie, you coming? We're going here. And I was like, meh, which is outrageous because now i'm like obsessed with egypt but uh yeah i think i was like i'm just going to be you know <laughs> on my own anti-social or whatever um and then they went and had some amazing time and really bonded together and then i felt like left out and i felt like i'd missed it they were telling stories about it and i was like ah oh, damn it um and so i could say that was a mistake i missed out on a beautiful experience but actually that led me to write a poem about my experience there and feeling like, no, I will, I want to give myself to life. I want to live. I want to be involved more. I want to be creating this universe and participating in this universe, you know. I want to be part of it, the game, you know. Um, and uh, so that I created a work of art there, like a little work of art, but I, you know, I like it and it's meaningful to me and I think it could, you know, it's something other people could read and resonate with. So that's something good that came of it. And um, that was just kind of, and it yeah it did change me it made me significantly more open to um so that bad experience caused all these good experiences um and maybe if i had gone maybe i would have missed out on other experiences I, maybe i wouldn't have really gotten so deep into understanding the need to be involved and you know um and anyway like i wouldn't be able to give this example right now this would be a different podcast i and i you know i have a slightly different history and via the butterfly effect of small changes you know accumulating and kind of exponentially leading you to leading us to exponentially different parallel universes um if you change any of those quote unquote mistakes in the past then i would kind of be a different person you know be, i'd have different life circumstances and so or like oh i shouldn't have you know done this thing I shouldn't have gotten that job well but then you know there's many good and bad things that came from it so if you really got rid of that you wouldn't be there to enjoy it it would be some other version of you which would be enjoying that parallel universe right although it would be your soul it would still be the same person I guess on that level but so anyway that's one thing that can anchor you to peace also is to realize every mistake in the past and every mistake in the future is going to be part of inexorably woven into the tapestry of your life and it's going to make you who you are and and make others who they are, others who come into contact with you. And so really we can't regret it that much, can we? Because, you know, that would be to regret who you are. And I think we're all flawed, but we're all perfect in a way. Imperfectly perfect, perfectly imperfect. And um, so, you know, actually we can just have gratitude for this and understand this is part of the paradox and the play of life and opposites polarity um and yeah so long as we're doing our best then we can uh, um balance that out with this piece of like oh yeah whatever happens is just fine you know and there's inevitably going to be mistakes and um and they kind of get redeemed because they kind of can help us learn things and they're just you know they're part of who we are we don't want to disown them, you know. And then finally, you might say, though, to counter that, like, oh, but if you hadn't made those mistakes, um, you would be in some parallel universe where you're like, you know, um, a better version of you. And you would you would also still be flawed and you would have learned other things and you would have improved in other ways. So why, you know, wouldn't you prefer that? Why wouldn't you say, well, no, that it was a mistake. and And sometimes I think there is some value in that. Sometimes you can go too far thinking like, oh, um, everything's fine. Everything's exactly how it's meant to be. It's all destiny. Yeah, uh, you know, my... You know, like, um, say you make some serious mistake. Like, oh, you get too drunk and then you embarrass everyone. And then the next morning, like, well, it was was just the way it had to be. That's just it. Da-da-da, moving on. Sometimes that's fair enough. But I think... Other times, you should maybe think that doesn't really feel good. I think I made, a, I made a mistake there. And maybe you do want that emotion, even if in theory it's not very rational. Because it's like, oh, that's, you were doing your best. It just happened. That's how, that's how life goes. It's part of who you are now. Just accept it. you know. But also, I think there is some wisdom in paying attention to that quote-unquote irrational emotion. Um, and just to be like, okay, this messenger is telling me that wasn't in harmony. Okay. So I want to be in harmony, so I will accept this mistake I made, but also for the same reason to be in harmony, I'm going to kind of just pay a bit of attention to that and just notice what did I do that wasn't so useful? What could I do next time? Maybe I can stop on the, you know, the third pint or something, um, so I think there is again, it's all about balance and flexibility. If you're too lax, then you need to probably come back to center by being more, going more the traditional way of you know the animal instincts and kind of feeling bad about mistakes, um, and you know trying to compete with your worst, the worst side of your nature, you know, and not to just be like oh whatever and just let your monkey mind rule, but. You do need to compete for space there in some sense um, and let your higher self have its throne. Um, But yeah, on the other hand, if you're like really kind of locked in and restricted and limited and unhappy and blocked up by energy because you're afraid of um, not being good enough or afraid of making mistakes or disappointing people or, um, you know, being a weight on the world or whatever, because you're not what you should be. We can all experience those things. But I think if that's kind of like too dominant, and I think it is in most people, then I think it's wise to kind of take more the view I've been advocating here of just being like loosey-goosey, just peace and uh, do my best and then just accept everything. Love, thank every mistake and just greet it with a smile. Hey, like a friend, you know, be friendly with mistakes. Because if you're doing your best, um, that's actually how you do your best. Once you're devoted to doing your best, that's step one. Step two is embrace all the mistakes, because that, I guess, leads you to step three, which is actually being the best of your best, where you're not worried about mistakes. um, And that energy is kind of freed up to be used to make fewer mistakes. Um, and then ultimately even those remaining mistakes you make because no one's perfect and, and maybe they're needed anyway to help everyone learn um, from the higher vantage point that's all just part of life and it's part of the story and you know a movie where beginning, middle, end ah, everything was perfect man what a boring story who wants to pay attention to that There's nothing to learn nothing to experience so you know we could all, all just be the universe like oh Existing as some enormous psychedelic sun, all consuming, infinite nothingness of pure blissful light. Um, But, you know, the journey of individuation and polarity and the drama of light and dark and big and small and good and bad and mistake and success and um, love and hatred or evil or fear or ignorance, consciousness and sleep all these things it involves um the drama of you know um yeah the mistakes things going having what we want and not having what we want so i think yeah on that highest level it's all redeemed anyway so before we uh leave it here i'm going to play a little song which my great 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 grandfather taught me um and it it's a uh, oh sorry my great 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 really great amazing grandfather taught me um about fish hey there's a fish in the stream hey there's a mind in a dream well don't you know my friend, there's a fish in a dream, and, well, my enemy, don't you know there's a mind in a thought stream, and, oh, damn it, I forgot the rest of the song, oh well, I'll just accept it, much love, everybody.